1: good golfers? What's well, all they have time for. They don't work out, they don't
0: lift weights, they don't do anything else, they might as well go get on the golf course, at least have some fun. And from across the country...
1: Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember,
0: it's your show, it's got your name on it. Howie Mandela, our guest here. Jason Walker, deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show, broadcasting from the major mortgage man cave. Here's Jason Walker.
1: Yo, happy, is it Wednesday finally? It is. The Jason Walker Show, Major Mortgage Man Cave. Got a big show coming up today. We got a big final couple of shows this week, and we're going to talk about that here in a little bit. Uh, on this day in history, and the walk-off, whole bunch of stuff coming up. Also going to be joined in studio in the Major Mortgage Man Cave because I think we're done with the, the COVID fear, so... Miss Rodeo, Montana. There she is. Wave. Katie Lynn Krause will join us here in the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Coming up here in uh, in a few minutes. So, um, looking forward to uh, to talking with her. It's weird because I haven't talked to anybody in person in like three months. So I don't know how to act. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't even know what questions to ask because I just I haven't talked to a a live person. I mean phone is you can but it's not the same. But anyway, all right, so uh there you go. So uh the rest of this week though, tomorrow and Friday we are going to have um discussion on race race relations. And tomorrow former Carroll College uh Saint uh standout Ife College Jaye will join us from California. And uh, Friday, we're going to talk to former Providence coach and current uh, Columbia Basin coach, Anthony Owens. So you'll want to stick around for those two uh, conversations tomorrow and Friday. Ife College IA tomorrow, Anthony Owens on Friday. And then Monday, the Ross family will be in studio. Troy, Coach uh, Coach Ross, and uh, it'll be awesome Um Completely unrelated, but we're going to talk about a big blood drive coming up um, for the Ross family. Uh, Not for the Ross family, but for Montana, and uh, it's going to be uh, super cool. In fact, there's one coming up in Helena on, I think, June 23rd, and if I can, I can show this. Yeah, June 23rd, it is a Tuesday from noon to 5 at uh, the U.S. Forest Service uh, building uh, on Skyway Drive, over by the airport. So you donate blood in honor of Troy Ross, hashtag Troy Strong. But the, the Ross family will be with us on Monday. So there you go. All right. So speaking of the race relations, and again, I, I, I mentioned this Monday. I mentioned it yesterday. I'm in not, uh, not, I am not in any position to really talk about what's going on across the country. I will have those conversations as well. Uh, by the way, you can watch us on Facebook and uh, Twitter, also um, YouTube Live, and listen on Podbean, Network One Sports, and TreasureStateRadio.com. Always go to the Jason Walker Show.com for more. Bobcat, uh, football coach uh, from Montana State, Jeff Choate, did a Zoom call with a bunch of media members today, and we're going to play you some of his comments. I want you to sit back and listen because. It's very insightful, and it, it's coming from a football coach that coaches players from all sorts of backgrounds. So thanks to cur, uh, the courtesy to Skyline Sports, but here is Coach Choate earlier today speaking about uh, race relations and how Montana State football handles it.
2: This is me uh, really just talking about what's going on in our society and I think that's important, and I hope that you guys appreciate that. Like, um, we're an extension of the Greater MSU campus community here as a part of this football program. And I thought, why well, Cruzado, our president, uh, released an email yesterday? I don't know how many of you had an opportunity to take a peek at that, but it really was right on with what I really believe, which is right now is a time for us, and especially us, as I look at this screen right now, us who are not people of color, to listen. And learn, and not be reactionary. Not put something out there on Twitter, or you know, have a huge comment about what's going on in greater society. And so that's what I want. Uh, you know, very supportive of what what Ed had to say yesterday, and I know Leon is as well. And uh, you know, racism isn't something we're going to wave the magic wand over and cure. I can say this, and this is a statement, and this is a comment that we use a lot in our program. Right now, you know we need to stop talking about it and start being about it. And for me to sit here and have a dialogue with you today um, without having a dialogue with our players who I'm here to serve, that's my number one job to serve players. And I love them. I love them. You don't put the kind of time, energy, effort, and, uh, and expose yourself to public criticism the way coaches do if you don't love your players and love your job. And I love them all. And I don't care if they're red, blue, black white, right-wing, left-wing, gay, straight, I don't care. They're in my locker room. They're my Bobcats, and I care about them. And this is hurting some of these young men right now, and justifiably so. It's a very confusing time, I think, for young African-American men in particular. And so um, we need to wait for them to get back. We've had dialogues about these things within Zoom meetings, but that's not the appropriate time to have a conversation about what our actions are going to be moving forward. And it can't fall on deaf ears. This stuff needs to change. I was telling, you know, Bill and I were talking this morning. I remember 1992, I was 19 years old when the whole Rodney King thing took place. And so here I am coaching 19 years old, 19 year olds. And this is, you know, kind of happening in a similar way again. And it's unfortunate. But as I said, um, when we act, just like everything else in our program here at Montana State and our football program, it's going to be our students taking the lead with our love and support. And so that's kind of what I have to say about that. And I think if there's one takeaway, it's like I said, let's not talk about it. Let's be about it. And I'm not here to, you know, really talk about it anymore. And so um, I know there's probably going to be a follow-up question or two to that. And uh, I understand that. And so, uh, uh, and then anything else that you guys want to get into today, I don't have a lot of time, but I'm more than happy to discuss some of those other things. So with that being said, Senior member of the media, I think, would be Colton. Was that Colter or Colton? Okay. Well, Jeff, I do want to ask a follow-up because I think that it's very interesting. A guy like me who was born in McCall, Idaho, and grew up in a town of less than 100 people before we moved to Montana, a guy like you who grew up in St. Mary's, I mean, these are not diverse places, but because of sports, you and I and so many other people have been been around people of all sorts of different backgrounds and races, ethnicities, everything. So what do you think of just the role sports can play uh, in, in this time, just in terms of being sort of an example of the melting pot that we can have, where you can have family that is from completely different sectors of life? Yeah, I think it's uh, it can be a really healing part of this process, and it is a part of the process. I mean, as I mentioned earlier, This is a a systemic issue, and it's not just about race. It's about socioeconomic class. It's about politics. I mean, there's so many divergent ways that we can go through this. Um, But I can have a guy like Denver Crone who lives on a ranch outside of Shoto, Montana, respect, love, and care for his brother in the locker room, Tyrell Thomas, from Compton, California. Okay, that doesn't happen anywhere else. That does not happen anywhere else. And I tell our kids this all the time. The reason that we have an obligation to talk about two things in our lot in our in our program, because I can't fix everything and nobody can. But the two things that I can control that I have to talk about with our young men, number one, is how you treat women. That's that's the first thing. Okay? You know, make sure they understand that sexual assault has no place in, in our campus community and how this can affect the victims as well as the the, the alleged perpetrators in our tremendously negative way for the rest of their lives, okay? And number two is race relations, because the most diverse group of young men in in the entire state of Montana sit right underneath me in our locker room. And if we're going to be great between the white lines, it starts with trust, respect, mutual understanding. Those are the things that we have to focus on. And when we talk about building culture, that's a part of our culture. Inclusiveness, respect, uh, having those dialogues about what your experience is like. I think, you know, Paul retweeted something that one of our student-athletes gave a testimonial uh, who's actually down in Florida right now, and I couldn't be more proud of how he approached that. And I think it's exactly what our our white student-athletes from Montana need to hear. This is, hey, in a calm, respectful way. This is my experience. This is how it makes me feel. And then we move on from there and start to have a dialogue. And so uh, I think there's a it has a huge role. But I, I will say this, Coulter is like <laughs> – we got to focus on us. Like you ask me what we're going to do. We're going to worry about our locker room. Okay? And, you know, one man of character can change a team. One team of character can change a university. One university of character can change a community. One community of character can change a state. That's how it starts. This isn't about looking up at the 30,000 square foot view and saying, we're going to solve all these problems. Let's just look in the mirror and ask, hey, am I, am I being a person of integrity? Am I treating other people with dignity and respect? Um, am I going reaching across the line and saying, hey, tell me about your experience, help me understand what you experience," And that's what this dialogue needs to be, and it needs to start in our locker room, and, uh, and that's what we're focused on and nothing more.
1: Let me turn that on. That is uh, MSU Bobcat football coach Jeff Choates in a Zoom call with some media and courtesy of uh, uh, Skyline Sports earlier today. And he speaks pretty well, you know, and he speaks a lot of the truth. But like he said – We can't solve these problems overnight, but we can listen, we can reach out, and we can try to help, and uh, I think it's a great dialogue, and we'll have that dialogue with uh, Ife Kalejaye tomorrow and Anthony Owens on Friday. One other news uh, bit came out of Jeff Choate's media call. Troy Anderson is going to redshirt the Bobcats this upcoming season. I think it's a smart move, and I don't think it has anything to do with injury. I think it's because... What if there's no football season, or what if there's a shortened football season, and you lose one of your best athletes ever to a shortened football season? I think it's a smart move on the Bobcats part, and there's people on Twitter saying, oh, there goes MSU's championship hopes. MSU made a run to the semifinals last year without Troy in the lineup. There's other guys that can step up. Troy's a great guy on the field. He's a heck of a leader. He's a pretty good leader off the field as well. And it'll be interesting to see uh, if, again, if there's a full college football season. We'll see. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, I cannot wait. I've been waiting. We, I guess we've met. Well, she'll tell you the story. Apparently, we have already met. We've talked on the phone. Now she's in studio. Her name is Katie Lynn Krause. She is Miss Rodeo Montana. Is she going to be Miss Rodeo Montana for two years? Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, Equal Housing Lender. Father's Day is coming fast, and what more would that great dad in your life want than a full detail from Auto Concepts? Or maybe he would just prefer a lift kit. It's also camping season, and now is the perfect time to outfit that rig with a winch just in case. Auto Concepts is your home for everything for your vehicle, including updating your car stereo system, too. Auto Concepts also has gift certificates for dad or yourself. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals.
3: I'm done with this.
4: Thinking about trying something new? The Montana Air National Guard has so many exciting career fields to choose from, many that can open up opportunities in your civilian life. The best part? You'll be getting paid to learn a new trade skill right here at home. What are you waiting for? Let's get you in school and get you paid. Contact Lee Fecto at 406-788-8962.
1: Dinner's done right is open and ready for you to stop in and stock up for the summer. How does a big sky flank steak sound or a sage roasted pork loin? June's menu also includes a Parmesan tilapia and a variety of fantastic chicken cuisines and more. And if that's not enough, dinner's done right. Grab and go soup salad and nacho bar is back as well, with one exception. The delightful staff now will make it for you. And don't forget deliveries to Bozeman and Great Falls on select days. Stop in at 1212 Cedar Street in Helena or visit dinnersdoneright.com. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Oh, happy Wednesday! It is the Jason Walker Show. On this day in history, coming up, also going to check in with the walk-off. That's what we do each and every um, show. At the end, called the walk-off for a reason. It's it's a play on the name. It's kind of cool. Maybe not. All right. Um, tomorrow, big conversation tomorrow Uh Ife college IA former Carroll College basketball player a fantastic young man and uh, from California he is going to join us to talk about what needs to be talked about and that is race relations and race discussion we're going to have a, a great dialogue tomorrow and then coach Anthony Owens will join us on Friday so there's the there's reasons to tune in for the next few, uh, couple of days um I am excited right now because we haven't had anybody in studio. I was trying to think back. It would have been maybe the end of February, early March, here in the Major Mortgage Man Cave because of the whole COVID thing. And we all know that that Kayla Seaman is my all-time favorite Miss Rodeo Montana. But she may have a new challenger, and that is because of our next guest. And uh, joining us here in the Major Mortgage Man Cave is none other than Miss Rodeo Montana 2020, Katie Lynn Krause. And let me turn your microphone up, but uh, how are you, first off?
5: I'm doing pretty good. You know, um, my life has been kind of totally flipped upside down this year, not what I was expected, but, you know, there's got to be a silver lining somewhere, and we just keep looking for it.
1: That's absolutely right. So here's the reason that Katie Lynn might now be my new favorite. So. Kayla Seaman has asked, I've asked her a couple of times, and she has never delivered. But I finally got my first Miss Rodeo Montana sash that will hang up. I might actually put it, um, i got to find a great place for it. Uh, but thank you for bringing this up, because I have been waiting, waiting months, and you're the first one to remember, so thank you.
5: Yeah, no problem. I'm so glad I could deliver. <laughs> I am uh, very
1: excited about it. Uh, so, Katie Lynn, is it just Katie or Katie Lynn?
5: I usually go by Katie Lynn.
1: I like that. Yeah. Because it's like uh, a good friend of both of ours, Cassidy Shay. Mm-hmm.
5: Yep. Yes, she goes
1: by Cassidy Shay. Sometimes yep. Shay, but yep. I call her Cassidy Shay.
5: Yeah, I know her by Shay, but that's because we grew up <laughs> a long time ago, and I just call her Shay. But, yep, most most people she needs now, she goes by Cassidy Shay.
1: All right, so there has been um, a lot of rodeo canceled. And including one that's close to your heart, Mm -hmm. the Livingston Roundup, which is always the 4th of July, and Red Lodge canceled as well, we've had a lot of cancellations, but what, personally, losing Livingston, Mm -hmm. how much does that hurt?
5: You know, uh, it was pretty sad. I definitely shed a few tears when I heard that Livingston was canceling, not only because, you know, that's my hometown rodeo. I don't think I've missed a Livingston Roundup in the past, like, 15 years. You know, my family would go when I was younger. We'd watch the fireworks from our house. You know, we were always there. And then since I was Miss Livingston Roundup in 2015, I was always, you know, in the back helping the flags, you know, helping out at the rodeo. Um, And so I would get that experience. And so I was really looking forward to the experience of helping at the Livingston Roundup as Miss Rodeo Montana. Um, So that definitely, you know, put a, you know, a damper for the Livingston Roundup. But as well as a lot of the other rodeos in Montana were kind of waiting for Livingston's decision as the biggest rodeo um, and what direction they were going to go if they were going to continue or cancel as well.
1: We were talking a lot before we came on the air and because... It's more than just the rodeo. Mm-hmm. There's so much involved with the infrastructure behind the scenes with the production, but also the town itself. Mm-hmm. And it's you know Great Falls, Helena, we can you know Red Lodge, Livingston, Drummond. I mean, we can all relate to this. And there's a lot of money that's going to be lost. And I think the a lot of you know the Projection is like $30 million in rodeo revenue mm-hmm. for the state of Montana this year. Gone.
5: Yep. Um, you know, besides agriculture, tourism is, you know, one of our biggest incomes in Montana. And, you know, these rodeos, they're the biggest event in these small towns. And they bring in so many fans and that not only support the rodeo itself and the contestants, but the town that these rodeos are in. Uh, you know, they bring business to all the sponsors who, you know, sponsor the rodeo who even make it possible. And so with these cancellations, it, you know, not only affects us as, you know, fans who, you know, missed out on you know, our family traditions of going to these rodeos, but every single part of the rodeo from the contestants to the stock contractors to the committees to the judges, timers, et cetera, have been affected um, by COVID-19.
1: Katie Lynn Krause, Miss Rodeo Montana joining us. Livingston's also not a big deal because you were well, you were Miss yep. Livingston Roundup, right? Yeah,
5: in 2015 I was Miss Livingston Roundup. Okay. Yep.
1: So yep. you go way back with this.
5: Yep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, the last time I was in Livingston, I think was 2008. Okay. Um. For the I was uh, 13. <laughs> <laughs> I. Uh, how old was I? <laughs> I So long ago, I don't even yeah. remember. I was in my 30s, t- I think. <laughs> 33, maybe? Uh, but my family was there. Because it is, a, you know, my mom lives in Livingston. Mm-hmm. She's from Livingston and went to Livingston High, or oh, Park High. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, my grandma actually used to cook in the uh, in high school, in the oh. uh, you know, kitchen, a long time ago. Okay. Well, I think before you were born. Oh. <laughs> but... Uh, um, you know the fireworks mm-hmm. afterwards, all three nights, yep. and that's not cheap, you know. No. And and you, you look at that, and it's always Lee Greenwood, and it's just you know. Do mm-hmm. you think about the all that and it just brings a tear to your eye? Yeah, yeah. For so many more reasons than just yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Hmm. Um, all right, so with all these rodeo cancellations, and um, what do you? How do you? What are you? What are your plans for the summer? Because you're supposed mm-hmm. to go to. Almost all of these 33 PRCA rodeos.
5: Yep. Um, you know, I can go to as many as I want to. You know, I actually have three rodeos that I will be attending. Um, Wolf Point, uh, Stanford, and Glasgow, you know, I plan on having their rodeo, whether it's fanless or, you know, minimal spectators. You know, I do plan <laughs> on going to those. Um, but with everything involved, you know, you mentioned earlier, there's a chance that I'm going to be Miss Rodeo Montana for a whole nother year. Um, so, kind of planning on hitting the ground running in 2021, um, and just, you know, promoting as much as I can for the rest of the summer with, you know, what we have.
1: You bring up the, the possibility of 2021. So Miss Rodeo America pageant was canceled in December for Vegas. I think they're yes. still planning on having the national finals, hopefully, yep. which would yes. be great. But with that, uh, Jordan Tierney from South Dakota mm-hmm. is going to stay as Miss Rodeo America. What's that entail? And I know each state that has a Miss Rodeo state has their own options. uh, Mm -hmm. Take me through this.
5: Yep. And so the Miss Rodeo America board decided to cancel the Miss Rodeo America 2021 pageant. Originally, we were told that if there's an NFR, there's going to be a Miss Rodeo America pageant. And so we were all kind of planning on, you know, regardless of what happened to rodeo this year, we'd still get that opportunity to compete for Miss Rodeo America Um, And then just last week, actually, they announced that they're going to be canceling the pageant. Um, because even you know Jordan, as Miss Rodeo America, she you know may make it to eight rodeos for right. her entire year as Miss Rodeo America. Um, so they not only wanted to give her the opportunity to do it again, because you know this is it. There's nothing you know as far as being a rodeo queen goes. There's nothing you know beyond Miss Rodeo America. And then they also opened up to every single state board that has you know a Miss Rodeo, Montana, Wyoming, etc., whatever, um, to give their current queens the option of continuing into 2021. Um, you know, it's dependent on the state. It sounds like the state has to give their queen the option. And mm. then it's totally up to the state queen whether we want to continue or not. Um, you know, with everything laid out, you know, I'm like 99% sure that I'm going to continue to 2021. Right. Um, you know, I had to shuffle my life around. I was planning on going back to school. I might, you know, try to squeeze a semester in before, you know, rodeo season next summer. Um, but we just kind of have to roll with the punches.
1: Sure. Miss Rodeo Montana, Katie Lynn Krause, our guest here, Jason Walker Show. Uh, I asked you this um, before, but are you so – As Miss Rodeo Montana, are you allowed to go to Northern Rodeo? Because it looks like they're going to have more rodeos than PRCA this year.
5: Yeah, so as of right now, in a normal year, Miss Rodeo Montana would only go to PRCA rodeos because that's technically the organization that I represent. Um, For this year, they, in an ideal world, they would like me to go to everything that I could. But with, you know, COVID-19, my funds, like everyone's, are, you know, significantly less than what they would have been at this time. And so um, it'll get to a point that, you know, if I, you know, decide to go to NRA rodeos, hopefully they'll just be local and be minimal to me. But I'd love to go to, you know, as many NRA junior rodeos that I could possibly, if they make sense for Sure. My financials. (laughs) Well, (laughs) yeah, yeah.
1: because it's not cheap to be Miss Rodeo Montana. No. Uh, Clothes have something to do with it. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you guys wear some fancy stuff. But I got to ask you this because I never got a chance to ask Kayla this when she was Miss Rodeo Montana. Why so fancy? I mean, these are clothes that you're not going to wear literally anywhere else except in interviews and Mm -hmm. on the back of a horse, which Mm -hmm. isn't comfortable.
5: Yep. And so you can, with the wardrobe, you can take it a lot of directions. For example, this blazer I got at Goodwill for $6. You know, I washed it, steamed it, looks great with a shirt underneath. Um, but for, you know, those, especially in the arena, um, we're hired as Miss Rodeo Montana to add sparkle, to add pageantry mm-hmm. to the rodeo. Um, and so especially when you're in the arena, it's important to kind of stand out. And so that's the number one reason for the sparkle. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Dependent on your budget, there are ways of, you know, budgeting and, like, still Mm. getting the same outcome with, you know, less expensive clothes or, you know, sponsors and working with certain designers um, to achieve the same goal. Before the Miss Rodeo America pageant was canceled, you know, I had plans on only revamping what I currently had instead of, you know, buying a whole new wardrobe for Miss Rodeo America because I knew that my funds this year um, were going to be, you know, less than they would have been. Um, but now it, you know, the books opened up again and I, yep. you know, could potentially still have a full-on fundraiser at the end of the year and, you know, just the chance to start over. So,
1: uh, Katie Lynn Krause joining us, Miss Rodeo Montana, the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline joining us, uh, as do all of our guests join us. Um Glit, you mentioned the sparkle. So, mm-hmm. Cody Carson, <laughs> who's Miss Teen Rodeo yes. Montana, did something really cool where if you had a birthday in May, yes. she sent a little... So, my daughter turned to May first, so Aww. I thought, hey... You know, yeah. let's be, so she sent this picture, and so I open this envelope, and all this glitter falls out. I, I still have gl- so much glitter downstairs, and I'm like, "Why so much glitter, Cody?"
5: <laughs> it was supposed to be for your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> it was,
1: and she enjoyed it. But oh, man, sure. it's a ton of glitter you guys use. <laughs> Would you go home after a rodeo? Okay. Okay. Or let's say the let's say the the Last Chance Stampede. Mm-hmm. Three nights, every night. You got to doll up. You got to mm-hmm. do everything, and you're only going to get a few hours of sleep because you got to get up yep. at butt crack early dawn to yep. do it again. Yep.
5: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: how much glitters on your pillow when you wake up?
5: Oh, so much. I mean, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully we're not too tired, you know, to take our makeup off. But you know, any I think a problem that we don't talk about a lot that's kind of like unforeseen: um, rhinestones on the back of your shirt will grab your hair. Oh. And they'll rip out your hair, and then you'll have rhinestones in your hair, and it's just a problem that we silently deal with. I think. <laughs>
1: I like this silently. Uh, Until <laughs> now. There, there you go. There you go.
5: Um, all right.
1: So, a couple of serious questions. Okay. All right. These are from your predecessor.
5: Okay. see oh, she's no, on her way. She told me that she, she wasn't going to interview me. She's not.
1: She's she's she just sent me some questions. All right. Um, she told me to ask you about keeping the title, and okay. we've already discussed that. Okay. So if you do decide to keep your the Miss Rodeo Montana title, yes. uh, should they add a lady-in-waiting program
3: mm-hmm.
1: for MRM because there's basically a gap year yep. and it's more feasible than ever before? Yep. Discuss.
5: And so me and my board have actually brought this up a few times, whether or not I was going to keep the title or not. Just because the way the year is panning out, there's more time to plan something like that. Um, initially, they actually had approached me of... You know, what if there was, like, two Miss Rodeo Montanas at the same time Mm. in the beginning of the year? And that was just kind of out of the kindness of their heart to give me the chance to maybe, you know, get some of the things that I missed. Um, But I didn't feel comfortable with that, you know. I don't think it would look, you know, the best to have two Miss Rodeo Montanas. And I would feel, even though, you know, it was out of the kindness of their heart, I'd feel bad for whoever just won Miss Rodeo Montana. Um, But, you know, there are, you know, pros and cons to having a lady-in-waiting. Um, Pros, obviously, she has time to, you know, plan her fundraiser, get a wardrobe, get everything going before, you know, January 1st comes and she can hit the ground running, prepared, ready to go. I learned, you know, because the beginning of the year, up until mid-March, I had a totally normal year. I went to Rapid City. I went to Florida. And there were some things that I noticed that the other girls who were ladies in waiting kind of already had. You know, in their belts, they had their saddles, they had their bags, they had, you know, everything under wraps, they had their autograph sheets, um, and even, like, their second round of autograph sheets because, you know, they had made edits. Um, and we're just a little bit more prepared. So I definitely think that having a lady-in-waiting can be beneficial, whether or not, you know, we've talked about, you know, having it in June associated with, you know, the belt rodeo. That's mm-hmm. typically where we have our clinic or, you know, having it in October during the Nile, another good opportunity to potentially have a pageant. Um, at this point, the, having the pageant, you know, during Circa Finals is such a great opportunity for us with all the existing sponsors, you know, we'll just have to really look into everything involved. I know that, you know, this year, regardless of, um, like the decision I'll am i make, we'll still have, you know, some sort of celebration during the Circa Finals, whether that's just the fashion show or just a small fundraiser for MRMI, um, even if we don't have a pageant, if that makes sense. Yep, yeah, so,
1: yep. Yeah. So. Miss Rodeo Montana, Katie Lane, cross our guest here, Jason Walker Show. All right, what are your goals as Miss Rodeo Montana for this year, not knowing if mm-hmm. we're going to have a big rodeo season, and next year, if yeah. you do continue?
5: My goals for this year were just to be able to promote rodeo as best as I can, um while, you know, doing my part in social distancing. Obviously I'll go to as many rodeos that, you know, I have contracts with and if there are local appearances, NRA rodeos that I can financially make feasible Um, you know try to get those under my belt as well i hope to you know we're starting to get into rodeo season and i would really like to talk to some of these rodeo committees and maybe even interview them myself as miss rodeo montana like hey i was going to be at your rodeo now it's canceled let's try to promote your rodeo for next year
3: sure
5: um and then being in that you know now, I technically have, you know, two years, they say, to prepare for Miss Rodeo America. Um, and that would be my kind of ultimate goal to, you know, expand, you know, in the beginning of the year, we asked what, you know, what is our expectation at the Miss Rodeo America patch? And they're like, I scaled up from one to 10. Like, how much do you want to be Miss Rodeo America? Um, I initially had said an eight. I said, yeah, it'd be cool. But it, like my dream was becoming Miss Rodeo Montana. I never actually thought about like being Miss Rodeo America, but with now this, you know, accidental extended opportunity, I would hopefully work harder at preparing for Miss Rodeo America in 2021.
1: Okay. Uh, and then the final question from okay. I feel like I feel like I'm a judge at, That's at, at okay. this pageant.
3: Like I said, preparing. <laughs>
5: How
1: can you and other queens, along with rodeos and pageants, promote the scholarship and life skill program for young women in our state?
5: You know, I think any scholarship program um, that, you know, the state has, we could definitely, we as rodeo queens and as young adults have the power of social media. And I think that with um, COVID-19, it has really, you know, taken charge in our community. And a lot of the state queens have taken advantage of social media. They're doing interviews. They're Um, You know, promoting. I did my whole fundraiser at the beginning of the year on social media. Um, And so I think that we have that in our back pockets and we can use it positively and to our advantage to promote um, rodeo and those scholarship foundations and, you know, really make the best of this year that we can.
1: You lost your chance to have the big gala. Yes. Um, As of right now, Mm -hmm. you did it virtually. Yep. Yep. How hard was that? What was, I mean, there's so much yeah. difference as it puts people seeing you in person yeah. and being able to, you know, dance the night away and bid on everything. Yeah. And then it's gone like that.
5: Yep. So... The difference of doing that online fundraiser, for people who don't know, I did a five-week online raffle. Each week, I had a different item, and people would just message me, you know, purchase their raffle tickets, and at the end of the week, I'd put everyone's name in a hat, draw it out of a hat, and, you know, whoever won the raffle, we'd mail it off, etc. The difference between that and having, you know, a full-on gala, obviously, when you have an actual event, you get, like, so many people in the seats... And, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of an unspoken expectation that some, everyone's going to at least fit on something. Right, they're going to spend and, some money. <laughs> yep, and, um, you know, you've missed the, you know, our gala is supposed to be an event. You know, we have dinner, we have dancing, there's, you know, usually a live band. It's, you know, an experience, and it's a fun celebration of your year and what's going to happen, and that's why it's called the Coronation Gala. Um, and with the difference, obviously I didn't make nearly as much money off that online raffle. It was just kind of just, you know, get some money to get things going with the, having the in-person galley, you miss out on the actual live auction items and the silent auction a- items. I was only able to have raffle items. Um, and so the experience is much different. I was grateful that I was able to make something happen, um, you know, during that time to get, you know, some money in my bank account to, you know, hopefully get down the road. So
1: <laughs> Miss Rodeo Montana, Katie Lynn Krauser, I guess. you Can you stick around? I mean, you drove yeah. all the way up from Bozeman, which is like yeah, an please. hour, 10 minute drive. Yeah. Um, since Kayla's watching right now,
3: okay. I have a
1: new favorite, Miss Rodeo Montana. <laughs> I finally have my sash, Kayla. So you're well behind the eight ball now. You've got a lot of work to do. Um, but Katie, Katie Lynn brought me her sash. So I appreciate that, Miss Rodeo Montana. It's not like I've asked for much, Kayla. Just, you know. Anyway, um, she's on her way to South Dakota, by the way, and we both know and love Kayla, so I, I can, we can we can joke around. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. This last segment brought to you by our friends at Rucker's Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rucker's Furniture, 1010 Dearborn Helena. Right back, more with Miss Rodeo Montana, Katie Lynn Krause, next. Or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122. Equal housing lender. Yes, it's true that is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show.
3: Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right.
1: Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today.
2: Father's Day is coming fast, and what more would that great dad
1: in your life want than a full detail from Auto Concepts? Or maybe he would just prefer a lift kit. It's also camping season, and now is the perfect time to outfit that rig with a winch just in case. Auto Concepts is your home for everything for your vehicle, including updating your car stereo system, too. Auto Concepts also has gift certificates for dad or yourself. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Dinner's done right is open and ready for you to stop in and stock up for the summer. How does a Big Sky flank steak sound or a sage roasted pork loin? June's menu also includes a Parmesan tilapia and a variety of fantastic chicken cuisines and more. And if that's not enough, dinner's done right's grab and go soup salad and nacho bar is back as well, with one exception. The delightful staff now will make it for you. And don't forget deliveries to Bozeman and Great Falls on select days. Stop in at 1212 Cedar Street in Helena or visit dinnersdunright.com.
0: Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show.
1: Oh, that is awesome. <laughs>
5: Don't
1: bring that up. I will no. we no. I won't. Uh, Katie Lynn Kraus, uh, nice enough to stick around. <laughs> oh, sometimes you know this is great. I, you know, like Dan Patrick uh, does his show, and they have you know during commercial they have live look-ins, and sometimes you get to hear some awesome stuff. You just sometimes you don't want to hear what. It, so that was we won't discuss that. Katie Lynn Kraus, she is Miss Rodeo Montana, is uh, sticking around with us here. Jason Walker show. Um, all right. So you got to go to Rapid City. Mm-hmm. So Will Rasmussen, a good friend of the show, yeah. and uh, he was the announcer. And yeah. this was right before COVID because mm-hmm. he made his way to Grand Island, Nebraska. And then it was, yeah, you're basically done. Yep. That was kind of a shock to everybody. Yep. Yeah. Take me through uh, your thought process because, like, um, we texted because you were in South Dakota and because you, you were going to be on and then we rescheduled. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
5: Yeah, so um, I, you know, I was in uh, Rapid City um, for that rodeo. And I don't think I found out, I don't think COVID-19 fa- or started until mid-March. And so I was right. back, and that was just my last, you know, big event. I was preparing to go. I had a couple big events um, beyond that. I was actually planning on going to Colorado. Um, the Miss Rodeo Colorado pageant puts on a prelim competition, which they allow exhibitionists to to come and compete at, so I was planning on traveling to Colorado, um, and then Oklahoma has their Gaiman Pioneer Days, and so in March, I was also planning on traveling to Oklahoma, and that was going to be kind of my last big out-of-state trip before Montana rodeo season, um, and so those were two big things that got canceled right away, um, but I was most bummed when I was, you know, like, you know, hey, we're Montana, I think we can do it, and but then, you know, Montana rodeos mm-hmm. just started to get canceled, so. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, bummer. Just a bummer. Uh, the Jason Walker Show is brought to you in part, and this segment is brought to you by, uh, Mark LaRoe Photography, and I've got, I've got to talk about this real quick. So this picture behind me is oh, from no. Mark's Gallery, uh, spiritofthebigsky.com, and oh, you can know. go to photography.com It is sunset in the Rocky Mountain Front, the Sun River, so where the sun is, if you can see just right there, it is where Augusta would be. Yep. Yeah. So you, you probably know, like, do you know this
5: area? Um, I mean, obviously, the Sun it down all here. looks familiar. I've actually, I probably have driven by it. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: but
5: <laughs> I couldn't hike out and be like, yep, this is where I took the photo. <laughs>
1: so, there you go. So if you're looking for, because uh, we, we don't know if we're going to have school this fall, like in-person learning, but we're hoping. Uh, but senior pitchers still need to be done. So get a hold of Mark, uh, Mark LaRoe. And uh, get your senior picture done. Get your family portraits done. Just get everything done through Mark. And then go check out his gallery. He's got fantastic stuff. And it's not just this. Uh, He does great landscapes, but also fantastic, fantastic pictures of um, rodeo. He is the uh, photographer for the Northern Rodeo Association. So unbelievable. Go to his uh, online, MarkLaRoePhotography.com, and check it out because you're going to love it. Everything, seriously. Um, So, continuing here with uh, Miss Rodeo Montana, Katie Lynn Krause. All right. So, you used to rodeo when you were younger, Mm -hmm. and then much like, and I I don't want to keep bringing Kayla up, but you guys have so much similarities, (laughs) the equestrian version. yeah. And it's not, you know, high school rodeo. It's not barrel racing. It's not, you know, goat tying and any Mm -hmm. of that.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: the equestrian riding. It has yep. a much different look yeah. than, than what we see in the arena for Miss Rodeo Montana.
5: Yep. Um, so I like you said you know I met Kayla on the equestrian team but growing up you know I started riding horses in 4-H and obviously they had the 4-H rodeo mm-hmm. and that's where I got interested in barrel racing <laughs> you know we would travel to the open barrel races in you know Park County, Gallon County we'd compete for fun I think I won like $20 one time um, but you know once I got into high school I would really only compete at the 4-H level uh, you know the local 4-H rodeo during fair and it was just for fun I obviously had an interest in it but Um, You know, in Park County, I didn't even know that junior high um, or high school rodeo was a thing. And so I obviously loved riding my horses, and so I moved into showing horses. I would show, obviously, through through 4-H, and, you know, we'd go to the state 4-H horse show, and then once I got into college... I found out about the MSU equestrian team. Um, I joined my sophomore year, and so I was on the English and the Western equestrian team. That year, um, Kayla was the English team captain, you know, we had a bunch of fun, but once I started showing Western with Kayla, that's when I knew Kayla was going to be a rodeo queen, and I've told this story before. Um, she has, she rolled out this jewelry bag and she had a pair of earrings that matched every color of every show shirt that she had.
3: Oh my gosh. And
5: I was just like, Kayla, you got to be a rodeo queen. You know, at that <laughs> point, at that point I had been the Southwestern Montana rodeo queen and Miss Livingston Roundup. And so I had done that a couple times. And is so I was like, you got it. You don't even need new clothes. Just go out and try. <laughs> and she did. And then she was, you know, um, Northeastern, and then um, Last Chance at Pete, yep. and then she became Miss Rodeo, Montana. So
1: yep. uh, so you're following in her footsteps, because <laughs> you are younger than she is.
5: Yep, just by a year. Just by a year. Yep.
1: <laughs> What's the difference between Western and, and English? Do you have to ride side saddle?
5: No, you don't have to ride side <laughs> saddle. So there are a lot of differences between, you know, English writing and Western writing, especially, you know, their roots. You know, obviously Western writing is rooted in, you know, cowboy heritage, mm-hmm. you know, Um, Everything on the Western saddle has a meeting, as well as everything on the English saddle. Um, They have the same components as far as when you're riding, you know, balance is key, um, everything like that. But, you know, your seat and posture are the main differences. We see that a lot of Western. We like the, you know, slow, controlled, smooth. We tend to sit back a little bit more. And Mm -hmm. then in English riding, there's a lot more... I'm going to call it, like, rhythm and bounciness, and we sit more forward, uh, but that's what's expected in, you know, an English horse and an English rider.
1: All right, so when we think of equestrian riding, Mm -hmm. I think of the Olympics when they're running courses like the Westminster Dog Show (laughs) um, and jumping over, you know, ponds, and Mm -hmm. sometimes a horse stops and the rider goes flying in. Did you have to wear that silly helmet?
5: Yeah, so, unfortunately, um, for English, that's kind of, you know, just like rodeo queens, we're expected to wear, you know, crown, sash, buckle, etc. In English, it is expected to wear that helmet. Sometimes they're called hunt caps, and they're not actually helmets. Um, But most people just wear a black helmet, so.
1: Because it's... Safer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fallon Taylor, who we yeah. all know, Fallon and Flo, uh, mm-hmm. she's very colorful, but she's always yeah. worn a helmet because she got hurt. Yep. A uh, significant brain injury, but you get. I, I don't want to make fun of that outfit, but mm-hmm. come on. Yeah, <laughs> I know it was like goes back to like the fox hunts back yeah. in England and all that. But
5: yeah, yeah, I mean that outfit for, in. yeah, the English it's all <laughs> traditional, but you know so is Western attire. You know, you I know. know you watch a Western show; they wear vests and shaps and spurs and everything's. You know, yeah, I know. it roots back inherited. It just might not be ours.
1: <laughs> but I get to make fun of you, which is always a good time, Miss Rodeo Montana, Katie Lynn Krauser. All right, any other sports are you a fan of?
5: I'm a big fan. I played in high school. I played softball and soccer. And so I really like watching baseball. I I couldn't tell you what my favorite team is. I just watch it for the fun of watching baseball. Um, But I really like watching soccer. I did play a little bit of basketball in high school. I wasn't very good, so I didn't, I didn't continue past my sophomore year. Yeah, but at
1: Park High, do you have to be good? I mean, <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I, I joke about the Rangers. <laughs> um, softball, though, yep. that's a, that's cool because um, mm-hmm. baseball is my favorite sport. Yep. Sounds like we're not going to have a baseball season this year, which yeah. is terrible. Yep. Um, all right, I think I asked you this. Maybe not. Uh, How long does it take you to get ready? Like today?
5: Like today, it probably took me, well, I took my time. I didn't have much to do this morning, so I really spread it out. So the time I was sitting down actually getting ready, it was like maybe an hour and a half.
1: Okay, that's not bad. Okay, if you are Livingston, Red Lodge, any of these Mm -hmm. rodeos, how long normally though? Because you guys start at, like, 4 in the morning.
5: Yeah, it depends on where we have to be. Um, For example, I was, you know, in Sydney at the Junior High Rodeo Finals, and I had to be there Friday at 8 a.m. to help with Mm check-in. And I woke up at 4 and started getting ready at 5. Um, and I just like to give myself time. And I even I was in a hotel. They were gracious enough to give me to a hotel to oh, stay nice. in in Sydney. And I could actually see the fairgrounds from my hotel, so it wasn't even <laughs> <laughs> that far of a travel. But I I like to take my time. But I like to say that I could probably do it in 45 minutes if I had to. <laughs> really? Yeah. I have a funny story. So I've competed for Miss Rodeo Montana. This was my fourth time running. Oh. Um,
1: so, still, four times a charm.
5: You, right. Yeah, exactly. Wait, did you lose
1: to Kayla last year? Yeah,
5: I did. I was first runner up. Oh,
3: yeah. yeah. Okay, It's sorry. a good thing
5: we're good friends, though. <laughs> 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 um, so, the first year, I ran for Miss Rodeo Montana. There was three of us in the room. For whatever reason, someone, instead of, like, turning off our alarm the night before, just turned the volume down Ooh. on our alarm clock. And we don't have phones, so, like, that alarm clock right. is the only thing we have to go off of. And so it was going off at, you know, 4 or 5 in the morning, but none of us woke up. And then all of a sudden, some, one of us woke up and was just like, guys, it's 7 o'clock. <laughs> and we had speeches at 8. Oh. I know. And so we had to get totally <laughs> dressed up in our leather gowns for speeches. Um, and I was able to get down, and I was ready enough at (laughs) 8 wow so
1: wow see that you should win just on that
5: yeah I know if only they knew yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can't really uh, we were slapped (laughs) in so who else have you I don't want to I don't want to bring who else have you lost to
5: um and Sari um I skipped a year to finish college okay and then I lost against Kayla so the year I skipped Caitlin Kolka was Miss Aronia Montana
1: okay okay yep um Fantastic, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Miss Rodeo Montana, Katie Lynn Krause, our guest here. Okay. Movies. What have you watched during COVID?
5: I, oh, what did we just watch? We went to Redbox and watched um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, okay. And I guess it's based off a real story about a murder of a um, actress. Mm-hmm. And... Me and my dad watched it. We had no idea, like, that's what it was about. We just thought it was a funny story. It had Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio in it. And, because you hate um, that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, but, yeah, we've been, you know, a lot of Netflix, a lot of Redbox, you know, just kind of whatever to fill our time okay. when we're not out and about. So uh,
1: I, Did I ask you this before? F- Disney, favorite Disney movies? Uh,
5: f- they're all great. Fox and the Hound. Oh that's right. You yeah. like Fox and the Fox Hound. And the hound. Yes. Yep, that was my favorite. Yep. Um, my grandma has probably every one of those original Disney mm. VHSs nice. and I would always watch Fox and the Hound. Great I one. actually I'm fond of hound dogs growing up. My first dog was a Beagle and no. her name was Luna and I actually have three Beagles right now that
3: Okay.
1: <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, have you watched Frozen Two?
5: I have one chosen you okay.
1: Which is your favorite? One or two? I got to know this.
5: Yeah. Um, that's a hard one. I think I'm going to say two just because Disney did a really good job at developing that, um, like, the sister relationship. I'm going to get kind of mushy and, mm. you know, blah, 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 power is not, you know, what it seems, etc. underdog sort uh. of thing. All right.
1: So answer me this. Okay. I have to know this. Okay. All the focus all the all the all the toys all the like stuff in the stores is all about Elsa Queen Elsa yep Anna saved the day twice mm-hmm. yep <laughs> why are we not focused on her
5: because Elsa has a number one single I think <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay better so let it go or into the unknown
5: Uh I'm not. I'd have to listen to both of them again, you know, run mm. after the other, to really decide. But. I think
1: let it go into the unknown. It just it's painful to listen to.
5: <laughs> um, and then
1: uh, what else did I have? I brought up the last couple of months since we have no sports to talk about.
5: I have a new favorite song.
1: Oh, okay. And it
5: is Six Feet Apart by <laughs> Luke Combs. Have you heard that one? I have
1: not. I'm not a, I'm not a new country guy. Okay. Yeah. He,
5: it's really sweet. I think he wrote it in his time, you know, away from his band, away from his family. Oh, um, okay. It's a good song, a nice country song. Um, and it
1: makes sense. Yeah.
5: I know. Yeah. I think I'm we're gonna, more
1: than six feet apart. Right, so. yeah.
5: I think I'm going to use it for my, you know, <laughs> end of the year slideshow. So. I like
1: that. I like that. Um, favorite music overall?
5: Music overall. Ugh, that's a tough one. I... This is going to kind of sound weird, but I always, you know, we are, you know, raised obviously by our parents, um, and my mom was, you know, raised in the 60s and 70s, and so every time I hear a Beatles song, I probably know every word to it, really? and so I think I'm a fan of the oldies.
1: <laughs> okay, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, late 50s, early 70s. I'm an Elvis guy, not a Beatles guy. Okay, okay. Um, Elvis is the all-time greatest. Mm-hmm. And what about, like, 80s, 90s country versus today's country?
5: I'm a fan of 90s country. Okay, that's yeah. good. And I think, you know, obviously I was born in the 90s. That was what was on the radio sure, when I was sure. growing up. Um, I have a harder time you know, getting into, I think I told this before, I'm a really passive music listener. Mm. And so just like, I turn on the radio for, you know, background noise. <laughs> uh, but I definitely, you know, I think we all know those 90s country songs yep. by heart. Yep. You know, they what they play it during the fireworks <laughs> at the Livingston Roundup. You know, those all are all 90s, 90s yep. country songs.
1: <laughs> and Lee Greenwood, let's not forget. Yes,
5: and Lee Greenwood. <laughs> um,
1: let's see. What else do we want to know about Miss Rodeo Montana? Yeah. <laughs> um, so many questions.
5: Yeah, you're we, gonna have to come back. Yeah, we can talk about the junior high rodeo finals. High right, school finals. real quick. Yes, yep. I
1: forgot all about that. You were at the junior <laughs> high finals. Yeah, uh, how'd that go?
5: It went really well. I was just, it
1: weird with just. Family there and no fans, like just parents. You know,
5: it was a little weird. They did have me do a queen buzz to no one. Um, but <laughs> I mean, you know, you gotta. It's for the experience, I sure. suppose. But I am so happy that you know the Richland County Rodeo Club was able to put on this event for those kids. You uh-huh. know, the junior high finals, the national finals were canceled. Yep. Um, and so I'm so glad that they were even able to put the state, you know, competition together. They, you know, it was contestants and family only. You know, social distancing is really easy on horseback. But what they did, since these kids weren't able to make it to nationals, um, the top four in each event, you know, that would have gone to Iowa for nationals, they actually did a shootout after each event. They had all the contestants, you know, reset, do a, you know, run, catch whatever in each event. And then the winner of the shootout got $100. Oh, cool. And so, you know, they were able to kind of come back and compete and, you know, see, quote-unquote, the best of the best. Sure. Um, and I just thought that was great. You know, I didn't have the chance to go to the high school finals this weekend. It actually started today and goes through Monday. Yep. Um, I believe they're in the same boat, you know, contestants and family only. You know, I think it's really awesome, especially at the high school level, because, you know, these seniors, you know, they're going to plan on buying their permits next year. Yep. Um, I think it's really important that they get this, you know, state and, you know, the high school national are still planning on happening. They're having some, you know, changes of location and they're working at the kinks, but I believe that they're still on the track to having the high school nationals. So.
1: The Kinks, like another good 60s yeah. band.
3: There you go. My, yeah.
1: my Sharona. Yeah. So there you go. Katie Lynn Krause, hey, it's been a pleasure. Come up anytime. Okay. Call yeah. in anytime. Yeah. Whatever you want to just chat about. Right. We'll just, you know, hang out. And okay. Thank you for this. Out. This yeah. is awesome. Kayla, see you?
5: <laughs>
1: Miss Rodeo Montana, right here. Love it. Um, thank you so much.
5: Yeah. Thank you for having me. I yeah. mean, I appreciate the opportunity. It
1: is my pleasure. Uh, all right. Real quick, we got to get to uh, the, the uh, On This Day in History and let's do that uh it is uh by the way this segment brought to you by our good friend mark laro photography check him out online the picture behind me is his landscapes animal photo It it just senior portraits get a hold of it on this date is brought to you by the mother load today is june the third it is national chocolate macaroon day do you like chocolate macaroons
5: I do. I just went like, ooh, that sounds really good. I'm going to have to go just it get is. some chocolate after this.
1: <laughs> National Repeat Day. It is National Egg Day. Favorite uh, egg? scrambled over easy, medium? Uh,
5: yeah, fried, over easy.
1: Okay. I'm an over medium guy. <laughs>
5: okay. And it is
1: National Running Day. Do you run? No. Me, me neither. All right. I love it. Uh, today on uh, this day, 1851, the first baseball uniforms were worn when the New York Knickerbockers uh, wore straw hats, white shirts, and blue long trousers. Yeah, Uh, I don't know how to play baseball in a straw hat. Yeah, (laughs) Uh,
3: 1888,
1: the baseball poem "Casey at the Bat" first published by the San Francisco Examiner. So there's that's cool. Uh, Lou Gehrig in 1932 became the first major leaguer to hit four consecutive home runs in a game. 1967, Aretha Franklin's respect reaches number one, and I think that's very important today. Uh, Happy birthday today, Rafael Nadal, the tennis star. 19 Grand Slam titles was born on this date in 1986 and uh, Muhammad Ali passed away on this date 4 years ago. Uh, Cassius Clay, the great heavyweight champion. So, uh, on this day brought to you by the Motherload Sports Bar Casino and Restaurant.
0: We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk off.
1: We learned that uh, Katie Lynn Krause is awesome. Miss Rodeo Montana joining us. Uh, we appreciate uh, her coming in. She's still in studio. We're going to get a picture. I, I just I have to get a picture, um, which is going to be cool because uh, the wife just got back so she can take it. And I also got the, the sash. Maybe I'll have this. Should I wear this sash? Yeah. Is it upside down? <laughs> yeah. It kind of is. I have to go over this shoulder, right?
5: Yes. There okay. you
1: go. Is there rules for this?
5: Uh, I mean, I have rules. That, I can't wear you know, it to the bar, right? Right. Okay. Right, yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, uh,
1: we learned. Uh, we learned uh, so many great things. Let's hope we get a great rodeo season. We're going to chat more with uh, Katie Lynn throughout the course of the year. Tomorrow, a conversation you will not want to miss. Ife College, former Carroll College Saints men's basketball player, will join us. And we're going to have a discussion about race and race relations. And then Friday, same thing. Anthony Owens, the former Argo coach, uh, now at Columbia Basin. Do not miss these conversations. Tomorrow, Ife College IA at 4 o'clock. We'll see you right here on the Jason Walker Show. Take care. Have yourself a great Wednesday. That's what she said, brought to you by Dinners Done Right. We'll see you tomorrow. The walk-off brought to you by Cafe Zydeco. Bye. The Jason Walker
0: Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.